Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deppin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so blessed this Christmas season to be able to come into your presence with the Word of God. And we hope that we say something today that can help you throughout your life journey, even over into eternity. God has blessed us with a gift that's more than all other things in our life, and that's Jesus Christ. This Christmas season, please don't miss the reason for the season. Please don't miss Jesus being in the midst of your Christmas joy. There's a word for us today that's coming out of Matthew's Gospel, the second chapter, where it tells us about some wise men. God wants us to be wise in our actions. He wants us to be wise in our thoughts and our treatment of others. To be wise, the first sign of wisdom is to fear God. So we have to know that God is almighty. Know that he's a present help in time of need. Know he is the ultimate creator and the ultimate being of the universe. And everything that we do, we need to be connected to God. We can't leave God out of our lives. We can't leave God um, in the stockings of Christmas and move on to a brand new year without him. We need Jesus every day of our life to walk with us, to talk with us, to lead us in the right direction. That's what being wise is all about. And as we use our wisdom, we have to remember the three things that the wise men taught us in the Christmas story. Uh, God could use anybody during the Christmas story, but he uses shepherds, the wise men, those that were at the temple expecting the Savior to come. God knew what he was doing. And in the wise men's story, in Matthew's Gospel, second chapter, they teach us three different things that we should carry along in our lives as wise people of God. First of all, when you follow God, you are showing wisdom to know him, to seek him, to trust him should be our goal for the next year. Every day, use wisdom by seeking God, consulting him, in every move that we make, calling on him for understanding, for peace, and for joy. The wise men followed a star that was shining more brightly than all the other stars in the sky. And they knew something was different about this star. And they say, let us go follow this star. And they traveled for a great distance. Uh, it took a couple of months to get to Jesus. I know they have the manger scene where they have the shepherds and the wise men. But the Bible tells us that when they got to Jesus, he was a young child. He was no longer in the manger. So it took the months of traveling, seeking the star seeking where the star would lead them. And as we journey in our life, 
we have to remember we have to follow the star of Jesus Christ. Jesus is our star, just like the wise men followed that star. Sometimes we don't know which way we're going. Sometimes we don't know what the outcome may be. We don't know what's around the corner of this life. But as long as we got Jesus in our focus and we're following after the star, his star, it will lead us to the right direction. And as they journeyed, operating in faith, seeking where the star will lead them, the Bible says that the star came to a place and rested on top of a stable. And they knew they had got to their destination. But I'm here today to tell you, uh, you're following a star. And when, when we're following Jesus, sometimes we want to go to the king palace. We want that star to go to um, some blessed place and more abundance to have um, higher anointing. But what do you do when the star stops at the stable? What do you do when you're following Jesus and he takes you to a stable in life? You wanted to go to the king's house, to the mansion in his, on the hill, and you wanted the great abundance and the money and um, the fame and fortune, but God sends you another direction and he sends you to a stable instead of the one place that you wanted to go. Well, these wise men taught us a story. They were seeking a king. They were seeking someone who was mighty and powerful that can control the stars. Even the stars made room for him and led to him. But then they found themselves at a stable. They didn't give up. When they realized they were at the stable, they realized they had found the king. See, in life, we can't forget to find God in the stable. The same God that's on the mountaintop, the same God that's in the dreams that you're having and the desires that you're seeking, the same God that's with you when things are going good, he's the same God that's down in the stable. The first lesson that the wise men teach us is to don't forget to look for God in the stable, in the stable of life, where the baby is wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger, because there was no room for him at the end. In the place where Mary is located, it's not the great mansion, but they found what they were looking for because they were faithful in walking Falling after the star. And I'm here today to tell you, you will find what you are looking for if you would just be faithful to Jesus and keep following his star. And wherever he leads you, find the Jesus in that situation. Find the God that's at the stable. They got to the stable. And the Bible tells us that when they got there, they found Jesus. And not only did they find Jesus, but the second thing they did, they gave gifts. When you come to Jesus, don't come empty-handed. Don't come 
with just yourself. But come with the gifts that he's giving you. Don't be embarrassed to use your gifts for Jesus. If you're a great teacher, if you're a great uh, worker, if you're a great family and support system, use that same gift of hospitality for the kingdom of God. Whatever he's blessed you with, we all have gifts. Use it for the kingdom of God. They gave gifts, these wise men. The first gift was a gift of gold. Gold represented that Jesus, this baby, would be the ultimate king. For kings had great possessions and gold. Mary and Joseph were blessed because Jesus was in their midst. And the wise men gave them gold, for he was a king. Not only did they give him gold, but they gave him frankincense, which is a type of incense that was used down at the temple for temple worship. The high priest used this in uh, the temple worship, where the presence of God was in the midst and the sweet aroma of the favor of God. They gave it to Jesus because Jesus is our high priest, the priest and the king forever. He is our advocate, intercessor between us and God, our father. Jesus is our great high priest. After they gave him gold and frankincense, then they turned around and gave him myrrh. Myrrh represented a type of embalming fluid for the death of the body. Mary couldn't understand what was going on, but the Bible says she kept all these things in herself. Why would these wise men give her son something for his death? because they knew that he would die for the sins of the world. Myrrh represented his death, that he was the Lamb of God that would take away the sins of the world by living a sinless life, making room for us and opening doors for us by doing his Father's will. After they gave the gifts, like we should do after we follow Jesus. They turned around, the third thing, they left in a different direction. When you come to Jesus, sometimes you have to change directions. See, the king wanted to kill Jesus, and he wanted to find out where was this king of the Jews being born. So he had consulted with the wise men, that they would tell him where Jesus was located so he could go back and kill him so he wouldn't lose his kingship. The devil has been busy for a long time. But the wise men who were advised by a dream, they decided to change direction and go back home a different way. And the king never saw him because they eluded him and went back and left Jesus praising and worshiping God. 
See, when we come to Jesus, sometimes we have to change friends. Sometimes we have to change location. We definitely have to change our thought process. We have to change our way of life. But when you come to Jesus, be willing to change directions. Don't keep walking the same way. Don't keep following the same sin nature. Don't keep doing what you've been doing. But the Bible says, repent from your sin. Repent means to turn 180 degrees. It's a geometry term. To turn from your ways and follow a different pathway. Action for forgiveness from your father. Herod wanted Jesus dead, who was the king. But the wise men decided after they saw Jesus, they would go back home a different route. And Herod never found Jesus, but they were rejoicing exceedingly in verse number 10 of Matthew's second chapter. They were happy because they had found King Jesus. And I'm here today to tell you, when you find Jesus, there's nothing like him. And this Christmas season, take the advice of the wise men. Stay with Jesus when he takes you to the stable of life. Not the place that you want to be. But as long as Jesus is right there with you, everything is going to be all right. When you get to Jesus, give him your gifts and your talents. Let him use you. They gave gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Give what you have. And when you come to Jesus, be willing to change directions like they did on their way home. And they had great, exceedingly joy because they had found Jesus. I'm going to say a prayer right now. And if you believe by faith, I want you to say this prayer along with me. Father, I repent of my sins. Forgive me if I don't know what I've done. Father, I believe that Jesus is your son. Wash me, cleanse me, and create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. I believe that Jesus gave the Lord's Supper, died for my sins the next day, went to a borrowed tomb, but early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in his hand. I do believe. Let me be part of the holy family of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We love you at Neely. We're praying for you. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And remember, keep a smile on your face, for that smile will be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed, people of God.